0: Once I'm in that duvet, mate, with a pillow, one leg in, one out, so I'm a bit warm, bit cold, and I'm out cold, man. I, I can fall asleep in 10 seconds. Easy.
1: Hello, listener. My name is V, the voice of Pod, and I am the host of Podcaster. Podcaster is a show where I ask podcast creators a number of random questions. Then they give spontaneous open and honest answers about life and the podcast they
0: have created. Hello, podcaster. Oh, hey, V. Nice to meet you.
1: Please introduce yourself and your podcast to our listeners.
0: My name's Chris Glasson. I am one half of the podcasting duo from Hardcore Listing. Hardcore Listing is a podcast where we ask our listeners or guests to come on and pick a top five of their choice and that might be on their favorite bar snacks to their favorite post-punk records to the best 90s films they've ever seen
1: thank you for joining us chris how are you today pretty good
0: pretty good looking forward to moving to margate so i'm counting down the days till i can go and live by the sea currently living sort of like between two places in Essex and London, uh, not places I own, I'm not trying to sound like Alan Sugar there. So I'm, I'm pretty much sofa surfing at 40. So looking forward to getting to my own place in Margate. Are you ready? Let's go for it. Absolutely.
1: Great. Let's begin. Where did the idea behind your podcast come from? Um, we, it, it
0: started I run a nightclub with two of my best friends and every month we would get together and we would chat absolute nonsense to each other and have a real good laugh. And on the drive home, we'd be, we'd be in, in tears. Some of us drunk, obviously not the driver. And one of my friends uh, in that group runs a successful podcast himself. And sometimes it can be quite serious. And I think he wanted to capture the sort of frivol- frivolity of what we did at the club night on a podcast so we started the drunk cast scroobies pips uh drunk cast which was a lot of fun and we never thought it'd go any further than that and pip had kind of told us that at one point we'd had about nine hundred thousand downloads uh watch out and brag in there um and said i think you should start your own podcast because i think there's a part a lot of pips other guests on and had serious subjects and i think he was a bit annoyed that us talking absolute drivel um had been so successful. So I think he was kind of keen to just push us away out from, out from under his wing to to record a podcast. So we were then stuck with the task of thinking of, well, what what could we do as a podcast? And that must've taken three or four months because we lack any sort of creative thinking myself and Stu, but eventually we settled on doing top fives, hugely creative. But the reason why we picked that was because we wanted it to be a sort of like an, antidote to the sort of clickbaity top fives that you get when you're scrolling through Facebook or you know top five celebrity outfit accidents and we kind of wanted to do a top five where you could really dig deep on a subject so that's kind of how it started and yeah we love it love doing it.
1: What is the best part of making your podcast?
0: Oh to s- that's changed that we've been doing it for four years now so sort of that has changed from the sort of excitement of getting together and recording stupid stuff and to start with we would always get so drunk so if you hear the first few they're kind of a car crashing way it's a lot of fun but we kind of thought it was a drunk cast so it used to be fun and we'd act like silly kids recording absolute nonsense but as the podcast has developed obviously we've met so many Cool guests and heard so many incredible top fives on subjects we we had no clue on before but now I think what I enjoy the most about making the podcast is actually our listenership and getting top fives from our listeners and actually the community that we've built so we have Patreon and every month we have a a Patreon hangout and we just get all our listeners on and I, I love that I love interacting with them and just and just having a laugh and and despite sort of like the sub the sort of things I want to talk about are normally quite crass and stupid and my sense of humour is quite wicked. I'm always surprised at how lovely our listeners are. They they seem like actual nice human beings. And I guess that makes me feel good about myself.
1: When did you last feel happy?
0: Um, every day I'm annoyingly positive, I would say, uh, to, to everyone around me. I... I, I the last time I felt happy, let me have a think about that. Let me have a think about something that's that's worthwhile saying. Um, hmm, something in particular. I uh, <laughs> I made so two days ago. I was particularly proud that I'd, I'd made my mum some. I I'd bought an Alzheimer's based cookbook for all the the certain foods that we should eat to keep our brains on the ball and have good neuroplasticity which is what keeps your, your neurons and all that firing and my mum has dementia and I thought right I'll buy this book I'll start chefing up these wonderful meals for her and so I made this big Thai green curry with loads of broccoli in and I loved it I love being able to plate that up for my mum she thought it was disgusting she really hated it uh, but that kind of just still made me laugh in itself so yeah that made me feel good and happy making that for her. What makes you angry? Oh, people, the the internet and social media these days. I think we straw man each other all the time in arguments. We simplify the opposition's argument uh, for us to be able then to t- take it down and mock them. And and to be fair, what makes me angry is a distinct lack of thinking that we've, we all have in, in this century. And I think that's going to, out the Myers I think that people when I said opposition that's the case is we're always arguing with each other we don't we don't think of thinking around a subject and thinking of each other's and inhabiting each other's arguments before we want to maintain our own position it just so people are so keen to be right and to be smug about it and 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 so ideologies I think drive me a bit crazy these days and I think we're yeah, I think it's destroying us and I get wound up reading everyone, regardless of whatever political um, persuasions they have, just kind of talking down to each other online. And every time, anything I always read, there's always, there's always flaws in, 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 in any perspective. So I think that's what infuriates me is we, we're so unwilling to share wider perspectives and, and not argue with each other online. Sweet
1: or savoury?
0: savoury mate it's got to be um yeah savoury all the way i love a a cheese and marmite together on toast winner just just i'm a vegan now so (laughs) i've I've not had cheese much recently but i still savoury all the way man um i do like the odd odd sweet treat but you know my hand would always reach for the for, for the sort of like the the dry hunt dry roasted peanuts i guess before before anything else yeah savory
1: do you remember when
0: you first met your podcast co-host <laughs> <laughs> oh god so Stu runs the longest running nightclub uh alternative club in in Essex well in the country called pink toothbrush um so my heart goes out to anyone running nightclubs at the moment we've kind of pulled out of most of them these days i met Stu though i mean he's probably thrown me and my friends out there he's banned a lot of them over the years when we were like um tear away teens but the first time i met Stu, i uh properly was me going up to the door of the pink toothbrush asking for a dj set and giving him some sort of like CD of obviously impeccable music that I'd mixed, so that was it. So like going and taking a chance on that and telling him that I DJ'd up in Birmingham, and I, I wanted to sort of like make a name for myself uh, down in uh, in Essex, and yeah, so that's how I met Stew, and from that we sort of like our relationship grew from doing that to actually, I started managing some of his clubs that he had down in uh, in the Queen of Hoxton and places like that, to running clubs with him and Scroobius Pip, and yeah, that's uh, that beautiful relationship grew from there
1: What law would you create if you could?
0: Oh, ask <laughs> wow Oh, what a good question Oh you're not allowed to work on friday or monday that'd be it like friday saturday sunday monday would all be off you're not allowed to work on those days that would be it that's the dream right who doesn't want like a extended extended weekend it's the best i'm always less stressed when i'm only working three or four days a week and like it's not like there's loads of people i say this this is total guesswork there's loads of countries in Europe that already do that. I, that's not based on fact. That's based on um, optimism that that's what other people do. But I always feel much better. I don't think we need to work more than that. Keep it
1: simple, mate. Are you a nosy neighbour?
0: No, I don't care what anyone's doing. Uh, I really don't. I don't I don't care what my girlfriend's doing half the time. It's probably why she's cheated on me so much. So much. Um, no, I... I once used to work in an environment where I used to work with the senior bosses and they would have to they couldn't keep on going into meeting rooms to have like very sensitive conversations with people. And I kind of learned I could have gone two ways with that. I could have become very like eavesdroppery or I could have thought, well, that's not my business. So I learned how to cut out very you know gossip worthy conversations really easily and I just brought that into my my private life and I I feel so much better for it I'm I'm not interested really in what other people are doing um I hope they're happy and if they need a hand give me a shout this is the complete opposite to my girlfriend who by the way I should say has has never cheated on me (laughs) as far as I'm aware but she is the most nosy person you'll ever meet there's not there's not an instance where she won't spy on anyone. She's the 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 epitome of a curtain twitcher. In fact, uh, that's how we met was her stalking me. So her nosy her nosiness goes way beyond physical neighbor stalking, it goes right into a deep dive on all your social media accounts to to find out absolutely everything about you. And we met, strangely enough, in, in nightclub, the one the club night that I was saying that me, Pip and Shoe run. Um, or ran for nine years, I should say, uh, sh- sh- we met there. And um, I did a terrible DJ set. And she contacted me. She tried chatting me up that night. And I kind of wasn't, I- I'm not very good at sort of talking to, to girls. You might have guessed already by, by this interview. Uh, she, uh, I-, I failed at the, chat- the chatting up, the, the smooth talk. And she walked off. And then later on, when I'd finished myself, I was trying to look for her. I couldn't find her. I was like, oh, well, there we go. Another one, another one gone. And then in the morning, she'd, she'd found me online. And she just successfully stalked me and, and, and sent a message to my inbox, which said, did you play that song last night? She named a song. I'm not going to dig it out on night. And I said, yeah, I did. And she went, it was a terrible song choice. And I thought, this is the girl for me. St- a stalker and hypercritical of my uh, creative decisions. How well do you sleep? I'm just I'm I'm incredible at sleeping. I'm a black belt at sleeping since since my teens. I, I lucid dream, so I've done that since I was eight, I think. Uh, I've ri- written storylines, scripts on it, um, and uh, as uh, having a fascination with lucid dreaming means wanting to sleep a lot, and I've never had a problem. Get into sleep anywhere, but I sleep super lightly. I can literally hear conversations in that are happening around me, even if I'm asleep. I love it. I love sleeping. Um, and you asked what makes me happy earlier. One of the things I'm forever grateful for is is just my bed. Like I just, we just, I think many of us overlook how bloody brilliant beds are. And once I'm in that duvet, mate, with a pillow, one leg in, one out. So I'm a bit warm, a bit cold. And I'm out cold, man. I, I can fall asleep in 10 seconds. Easy.
1: Embrace change or stay the same.
0: Oh, what do I do? I drop a cliche in here. The only thing that remains the same is change. You've got to embrace change. It's life, this this whole world is in a constant state of flux. And trying to trying to trying to maintain that it can be a downfall. So definitely embrace change. I'm, As I say, I'm annoyingly positive and I actually relish change. I kind of get bored by things remaining the same. I, I lose interest really quickly. Like I'm quite kind of the opposite to say like Pip, who will become fascinated and will become an expert on a subject. I kind of will be fascinated with something for probably two, three months. And then I'm like, okay, that that's boring the life out of me now. I want to move on to the next thing. So I think change is... Is good. There's a lot to be said for some traditions, but often the traditions that we have when we don't challenge them just means it's not tradition, it's neglect. We haven't looked back on that to see is that still the best way of doing things. So, yeah, change all the way, except for my underpants.
1: Who else of you and your co-host would be good cop and bad cop? Oh, God, you'd think.
0: you think I'd be the good cop because I'm quite positive and shoes can be quite pessimistic, but I think with human beings, Stu's actually sometimes nicer than me. So, um, I don't know. I'd really be fighting to try and be the bad cop. Stu, Stu, um, inherently likes human beings a little bit more than me in general. I think, I think that's why he books all our guests. Is because I, I struggle with maintaining relationships quite as easy.
1: You've planned a romantic dinner. What song do you play to set the mood?
0: Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, calling Me Bad, Let's Talk About Sex. Um, I don't know how to... I, my favourite love song is... Um, is um is 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 um is it Al Green? Um, I used to play it so, so often. Um, oh, the name's gone out of my bloody head now. Ah, I'm so in love with you. That one, but I don't really listen to anything romantic these days. I listen to tragic, tragic, depressing, melancholic, electronic production music so yeah I'm, I'm kind of probably quite a miserable music listener these days not the sort of thing you want to hear before you have a, a romantic meal
1: what is the best part of getting older
0: i've a lot of people say this i just don't give a shit i don't give a shit about what people think of me any longer i've, I've learned and i wish i'd have learned that sooner I really do I wish I'd have learned not to give a fuck about um, what people think of you sooner. And I, that is so liberating. It, I don't think it's a, a, a blank check to act like an asshole. Um, I'm also not one of these people who's oh, I just like to wear my heart on my sleeve and then just say the most atrocious shit to everyone. Um, but there's a fine line between not caring about what people think and not treating people with how you want to be treated. And hopefully, at 40 years old now, I found that balance, right, of doing and pursuing my own things and being happy with those choices and not worrying about what people think about those. Uh, you know, if I want to buy a beanbag and, and have that in my lounge, I'll have it in my lounge. And, you know, you can judge me for that or or, or you don't. You can come and sit on it with me.
1: How wild is your imagination?
0: <laughs> oh, it's very wild. It's very wild, mate. Um, I don't know. Um, I was a le- lucid dreamer. I don't do it so much these days because you sort of like, it's a bit like heroin. And if you're, if you're always imagining and dreaming stuff, um, real life is kind of a lot harder than what you can achieve in a dream. And so I became, I tried to move away a bit from all of that, but yeah, you, it used to be quite, quite crazy. How old is my imagination now? I don't know. Listen to my podcast. Stu kind of wonders how my brain can go leap from one subject to the next. Um, so quickly, but I would say it's not that wild. I think everyone kind of seems to think their their imagination is limitless, when really they'd struggle to imagine a sunset. What would
1: you do today if there is no tomorrow?
0: Uh, stuff that I'd probably get put locked up in jail for.
1: Um,
0: oh, I don't know. What would I do? Hmm. I'm gonna have to have a second on that one, V. I guess I'd have always liked to try heroin. I've heard that's quite a good a good thing, but you know it's one of those ones where i think what's what's the film is it little miss Sunshine, where the the older chap in it has just decided he's got nothing you know he's got not got that many years to live so he just gets a nice good healthy heroin addiction um why not you know what else i, I just i'd just get a load of get a load of smack for me and my family um and just get us all loaded i guess i guess there's there's nothing more like heroin ruins lives it absolutely destroys lives it's one of the most destructive forces that you that that people can can get involved in um not many people can escape that so it must feel pretty good so on my last day yeah i'm just gonna get uh i'm just gonna get loaded with my family no age restriction
1: have you ever judged a book by its cover
0: yeah all the time who doesn't i think we're always judging each other even if we like to Somehow think we're not. You can't. You can't not judge in life. Everything you judge everything from what you eat to who you sort of like hang out with. Have I ever? Have I ever done that? In in the worst case, no. I kind of. I. I one when I used to study Wing Chun, and um, on the day of signing up to this Wing Chun Academy, there was this chap um, sat in the sort of sat around in the reception where I was doing something. And I kind of looked at him and thought, "What's he doing here?" Like, you know, he, he doesn't look like like a tough guy. Um, not that I've ever looked like a tough guy. And uh, it turns out that that guy was the the sifu. That guy was the the super experienced trainer who, who'd, who'd studied Wing Chun in China for years and, and 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 spent loads of times with monks. And after spending like three or four months with with that chap, I realised that you know this guy was like so fully capable of defending himself i've seen him like take on like four or five other black belts and um come out on top that's not an exaggeration and so i i kind of just judged him as like some some weak pathetic wretch when actually it turns out he was like this super super capable person
1: work hard or play hard oh how many people
0: said both here I, I ain't gonna lie. I play hard. I, I don't. I don't think I'd ever have. I, work is really rewarding. Don't get me wrong. But if I become a millionaire, I don't think I'd have a problem with it. I know people like be careful what you wish for, and you get bored quickly. I just wouldn't get bored. I'd, I'd spend my days buying Kinder eggs from newsagents and replacing them with actual eggs, and, and then sneaking them back into the newsagent and and just watching people uh, unwrap them, knowing that I didn't have to provide a living for myself. If that's the if that's the bar I'm setting for my life on playing hard, I think we can understand why I could survive doing that sort of shit for the rest of my life without having to pick up, like, some hard labour in between.
1: How religious are you? Um, I'm
0: agnostic, I guess, in the sense i have some kind of faith but i don't know what it's in when things go wrong for my family i'll pray at the end of my bed to i don't know who i guess god but i'll only do that for my family for myself I, i don't care about it really um just be a good person and that's it and I think that the karma, there's no psychic karma. I think if you're if you're a negative, horrible person and you, you take negative actions, other people will observe that and it will come back on you. So that's, I guess, the the that's not cosmic. That's just physics. And I, I guess I believe more in science than anything else. But I, I leave enough room in there for there to be some sort of special power out there. But hopefully, when you if you do pass away and you go to the pearly gates they don't say well did you believe in me or not they because they haven't given us enough evidence of that I don't think so it's a bit of a stupid test hopefully they'll go oh right you you were broadly a nice person other than to your co-host who I once kicked in the leg for no apparent reason so hopefully they won't judge me for that who
1: would your dream guest be on your podcast
0: All the sort of the, the the music events and stuff like that, and, and meeting sort of like a lot of some of my musical heroes and that. I, they're nice and they're humans, but also I've learned that they are just people. I don't I don't get that excited like Stu really does, and I love it for I love him for it. I love how excited he is about meeting people. Um, so I guess I'd, I'd pick for me it would be who would Stu's dream guest be on a podcast. And I think if I could get someone like Billy Bragg on, I think that would, Billy Bragg or Frank Turner or someone like that, I think that would make his little day. And so that would be my dream guest, the Stu's dream guest. I'd just as sooner have someone who paints Warhammer miniatures on the podcast, Andy Wardle, I'd bore him for, for an hour on how he paints his miniatures, and I'm sure that would uh, drive Stu to suicide.
1: Your podcast is based on top five lists. What list would you be number one at?
0: <laughs> oh, um I once boasted that I've had over 40,000 wanks. Um I think to say I could do a top 5 best wanks. I don't think anyone could top me, my, you know. My my wanking CV is just it's just incredible. That's all the
1: questions completed. How did you find the experience?
0: thought it was wonderful v uh it's really nice to be on the other end of a podcast instead of sort of chatting and driving the conversation i just hope my questions weren't too nonsensical and 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 the listeners can pick the uh peanuts from the turd as it were
1: thank you again chris for being a guest on podcaster it was nice to meet you
0: my pleasure v nice to meet you too
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcaster. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at PodcasterPod. This podcast was brought to you by the Chancer Collective. Take care, and until next time, goodbye.